and we are live with another episode of Lead Off Talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined as always by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going, everybody? Good. How you doing? Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, a wild couple days. The first, uh, you know, few days of the new off season. Um, before spring training games start. I mean, it's crazy. Spring training games start like Friday. So I know I can't wait. It, it's kind of nice to you know get back to normal. Um, it's also weird that you know the MLB off season is happening the same week as the NFL off season, and you know we're just constantly refreshing social media to try to um, you know catch a glimpse of what our teams could possibly be doing. Right. Unless you're a Guardians fan, which is literally nothing. <laughs> But it's been weird. Like, there's been names that they've been leaked to, like Jock Peterson. I talked about, like, yeah, yeah that Trevor sounds like Story. a guy. Tre- the Trevor Story one is really weird. It, it's like it blows my mind. It was a whole bunch of names that, like, team names. I can't remember specifically the team names. It was like the Yankees, I think. Um, St. Louis, us, St. Louis, the like, Cardinals. I believe somebody else. Yeah, it was like you know names or teams that we all figured like would be around there and then like the last name the guardians and you're like wait what what yeah what like why are they I think the report said guardian yeah and then i was like oh here we are and it was like john morosi who like reported yeah. it and you're just like oh okay um obviously we won't like get too into like oh what does what does trevor story what, what kind of contract like I'll wait for that to actually happen to actually discuss it. But early on in free agency, um, I have to pat myself on the back a little bit. What did I say? A lot of teams are going to, a lot of players are going to be giving out or taking one-year deals, one-in-one options. And would you look at that? Almost every yeah, deal right. we've seen <laughs> is like a one-year deal. You let me know every deal. time it happens. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> you know, Carlos Rodon, one one-year deal with the Giants with an option for next year. Clayton Kershaw, one-year deal with the Dodgers. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, like, off off of uh, off the top of my head. Um, I mean, Verlander, but we kind of already knew, like, that was going to happen right. because, you know, he's, he's an older player. Um, Jose Iglesias got a one-year deal. I'm just going off the guys I know. Andrew McCutcheon got a one-year deal. So a lot of those guys, though, I think we all thought they were Nelson Cruz, a one-year deal with the Nationals, which is kind of weird. Dude, I I was so happy for you when that happened. That was so weird, though. Like, are they – The Nationals are the most confusing team in the league, in my opinion, just because they they always look like they're not going to try to compete, but then every offseason they do stuff that makes it look like they're going to compete. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Like I feel like this off. I feel like we went into this offseason. I think uh, they have Soto, and that's about it. I mean, mm-hmm. and now look at. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I gotta look into it again. But they made some pretty good signings. Yeah, I mean, like they brought back Sean Doolittle. Um, I'd have to go through the list, try to like find uh, Andreaza from Atlanta, just kind of a utility infielder. Um. All the Guardians did was acquire former uh, Milwaukee Brewer catchers, which is kind of interesting. Um, with the Luke Mele 
right molly and um the player to be named from the jc mejia which i totally forgot we traded him <laughs> honestly <laughs> I did too until that came up i, I was forgot like oh him. yeah like good but yeah he's gone a uh, para um, a minor league yeah. deal with washington like like all right you you sign him you sign sean do a little bring the band back together from when we uh won the world series i guess right and here's some other vets i got one i mean just off the top of my head i got some other ones for you uh simmons uh yep. shortstop for the cubs got one for year cubs, yep. josh harrison got a one-year deal from the white Sox, white five Sox. million Brad, uh, Philly's got Brad Hand and uh and Familia Jerry's familiar for one year yep, deals for one year. Yep. And then uh, the Mets got Adam Octavian. I always get his last name wrong. With one year, four mil. Oh, who uh, said he gets Adam out. Adam Adavino. Adavino, yeah. I always know him as a guy who was told he could strike out Babe Ruth. <laughs> I, I just always trying. remember. I just always remember him being like number zero everywhere he goes as a pitcher, yeah. which is kind of cool. Oh yeah, dude! Like I totally forgot. Like the, I'm looking at the list now of like one year deals. You know, Cesar Hernandez to Washington, one year deal. Um, yeah. Matthew Strom to Boston. Um, uh, Carlos Martinez, a minor league deal to the Giants, who was originally with the the Cardinals. I mean, again, just a lot of one year deals. I mean, and pretty significant money, like one year deals too, like Corey Knebel. Oh yeah. James Paxton. I mean, this was before the lockout, but um, especially like recently, uh, Jordan Lyles, one-year deal. Uh, Daniel Hudson, one-year deal. Michael Walker. Like, you know, they're not giving out. Uh, it's honestly what I kind of expected, honestly, when it yeah. comes to this abbre- weirdly abbreviated offseason, um, especially for pitchers. Like, if you're a pitcher, you want to get into a camp ASAP. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. why somebody like Clayton Kershaw ended up going back to the Dodgers, even though it was kind of, it seemed like the worst kept secret where he, it was like, oh, he's probably going to Texas. But right. he's back with the Dodgers. He knows them. And, you know, for one year, test free agency at 35 years old uh, next year and, you know, see what happens, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just think it's one of those relationships that you that they have enough money that they can easily give him to yeah. stay there, and I don't think either, I don't think team or player wanted the relationship to end. So I think it's just a like you said, and they put a lot of uh, incentives in there, like he like every like I think it was like sixteen games, eighteen games, twenty games, twenty two goes up like every two he gets another million dollars. So I mean, they're helping him out there. Mm-hmm. So and Kershaw is not going to be who he used to be, but. He can still be a serviceable, like, three or four, I think, on a team. Oh, Maybe oh, yeah. a five. And, I mean, it's still Clint Kershaw. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, the name sells, especially if you're a Dodgers fan. Like, you're happy with that. And Exactly. Um, It's also kind of weird. Uh, the, There's been a few teams that have blown up their entire rosters. Speaking of Dude, like, a new offseason and stuff like that. The A's basically just killing their entire team. And then the yeah. Reds um, just cutting Dude. all the salary that they have. Mm, it makes me so angry being a baseball fan. See, especially, I mean, I'm used to the A's doing it, which is sad. Like, it, you know what I mean? But, like, seeing the Reds, it just, uh, that's, I mean, it's just sad, honestly. I mean, they got – if you look at the deal, uh, what was it, Rink, Winker and Suarez, the Mariners, I mean – 
across the board, nobody thinks that's a good deal. Like no, nobody in the industry thinks that's a good deal for the Reds. Like they, I, they all they did was get rid of the money, which I guess that's in the at the end of the day, that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, and it's one thing to say, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's one thing, like, for the A's to do it because they've always done it. Um, but but they've kind of like retooled in a way to where like they were always like competitive. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, like, exactly. That, like, does that make sense? Like, yeah, they they like they would trade Josh Donaldson to the Jays. And then he'd have like MVP year with them, but then he would go back, and but the A's would still like be weirdly in contention. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. You know they they trade Marcus Simeon, or they did they trade him or did they let him go? They may have let Marcus him go. Marcus Simeon was let go because he signed. Yeah, because he, he was the, a, he w- the signed one, a one year, year deal for Toronto. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't okay. really a prove it. It was like a, a big one year deal. But. It, my point, my point being, the A's have always retooled. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how they work. That's what I mean. That's what the sad thing. Like I said, like, like seeing the A's do it, it like doesn't affect me as much as like seeing the Reds. Because like, I mean, you can make a point that the Reds the past like three years are one of the most exciting teams of baseball. I mean, yeah, they weren't winning like they. Sh- I mean, they were winning, but not how probably the front office wanted. But I mean, exciting is right there in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It, it's just, it's frustrating, and we'll talk about, like, what the A's did first. Um, the A's, well, they started off basically trading, uh, you know, your boy, uh, uh, oh, Chris, Chris Bassett, Bassett? Yeah, yeah, to the Mets. Yeah, basically I mean, getting, for anybody that uh, doesn't know, yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, for anybody that doesn't know, Chris Bassett graduated from a high school, and I'm the last person to wear his jersey, and I took it home with me, and then they got retired and never gave it back. So, Genoa High School, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know <laughs> where it's at. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah, Chris Bassett's a, a hometown legend where I'm from. Good for him, though, to go to the Mets. Yeah, and he now he's, like, their number three. <laughs> yeah. And then Carrasco's, like, their number four. Again, you know, they'll get a lot of no decisions. But, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, well, <laughs> anyway. Um, the A's do that. They trade Bassett to the Mets. And then the the big deal, uh, Matt Olson goes from the A's to the Atlanta Braves, which basically means Freddie Freeman no longer a Brave. Which is uh, kind of sad. Yeah, kind of yeah. sad. And then Matt Olson gets a giant, what was it, eight-year contract extension? Yeah, eight years, like 163 or something like that. Yep. Honestly, I mean, that's like good for the Braves, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, because as much as you like, no one wants to see Freddie Freeman leave. If you have the feeling that he's not coming back, you got to make a move. Mm-hmm. And they did. They went out and they got their guy and they signed that guy. And Matt Olson, I mean, it, the only thing that sucks for him is that he's going to be like, it was like, he's not Freddie. And he's not Freddie, but he's a top. I mean, we're going to go over a list probably before the season starts, like we did last year, but he. I got to look at it. He's probably like a top five, top seven first baseman at least. Like I said, I got to go through it all. But, yeah, I mean, that's good for them. And they gave up a lot, though. And I think it's worth it, to be honest with you. I like what they did. Yeah. Um, 
well, who did they give up? They gave up Christian Pesce and like yeah. four of their top prospects um, to Oakland for medals. And, you know, kind of talk about Freddie Freeman not being on the Braves. Like, it's weird. But also at the same time, like, we've seen this happen with Albert Pujols. Pujols won the World Series with the Cardinals and then took a massive, uh, you know, uh, contract with the Angels, like, the next year. And it's just it's just weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if I like it. But at, at the same time, you know, I get it's a business. Honestly, it probably works out, like you said, better for the Braves. Like, they, they're actually able to, you know, maybe use a little less money and then be able to fill out their roster, you know, maybe some one-year deals, like, you know, for this year and, and whatever. But it's just like, man, Freddie Freeman should have been a Brave for life. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%, yeah. And that's what's But that's what happens. I feel like the Dodgers and Yankees are just – that Dodgers, price is Yankees, going up. Uh, Blue Jays? Red Sox now. And, and the Red Sox, they said, is a – a sneaky team right now. So, and like, and like it sucks for the Braves because I think the Braves did want them, but like, that's, I think it's good on the Braves at the same time. Like, Hey, like go get your money. We understand, but we got to move on. Cause we got to do what we got to do at the same time. Right. But you don't see a lot, of, a lot of teams get like the Braves could have been one of those teams that just stick around. Don't get them. Then they're just stuck. Cause somebody else could have went and made a move for medals. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, good for the Braves at the same time. It does suck. Cause like you said, Freddie Freeman is one of those guys who should retire a brave, but Freddie's about to get paid, paid. And I really hope it's not the Yankees. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't want it to be the Yankees. I, and at the same time, I don't want to see the Dodgers either just because just no, it's the fine. teams. Keep them, in, keep them in the National League. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because the worst don't, thing, I don't know. I think the worst yeah. thing, the scariest thing, if he goes to Toronto, oh, just think of their lineup. Holy. Think you, you might actually have to think and, and consider putting Vlad back at third base. I mean, I think if you get for the team, he has to play third base. I mean, unless one I don't of think you DH. I don't think you D. Yeah, but I don't think you DH Vlad yet, and I don't think Freddie Freeman wants to DH either. I mean, oh look, I agree, especially for like the next like two, maybe three years. I mean, if he signs yeah. like a seven-year deal, um, because by by the end, like here's the good thing about Universal DH now. Any team can basically make any offer to any player, like right. long-term offer, and just go for the like. Say it's like a ten-year deal for the first seven years. This guy is gonna play every day in the field. Now, like last couple of years, you could kind of pencil this guy in at DH maybe sixty percent of the time or or seventy percent of the time if need be. You know what I mean? Right. No. Yeah. So, which it's is why I, cool. which is why I always kind of understood like Pujols going to the Angels when it happened. I go, well, okay, because by, you know, of, of the ten year deal by year seven, like he's gonna be like thirty seven and he's gonna DH, and like I, I suppose you're okay with that, um, right? Kind of like with the, uh, but there are also some players that like want to play the field, you know, like like Miguel Cabrera for example, like he wants to play the field. And um, I believe last year, like, played a pretty decent amount of first base um, for, for the Tigers, even though he's, mm-hmm. like, you know, 38, 39 years old. And he's, he's got multiple years left on his deal. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, I wonder what happens there, to be honest with you. 
I mean, I think you just ride it out. I mean, they always, the, yeah. the Tigers obviously have enough money, I mean, to pay Miggy and then to go out and get Javi Baez, to get um, Eduardo Rodriguez, like, stuff like that, so. Yeah, true. Uh, some other deals that were very interesting. Um, the Yankees were very active. The Twins were very active. Um, trying to find, like, the beginning of, the like, the Twins deal. Ah, here it is. The Twins traded Mitch Garver to Texas and ended up getting Isaiah Kainafleffer and Ronnie uh, Hernandez. Yeah. Left-handed pitcher, I believe he is. Yeah. Um, And then the Twins also started talking about the fire sale in, in Cincinnati. One of the deals. They basically traded, I believe he was their first round pick last year um, to Cincinnati for Sonny Gray. Yep. The next day. Which is a good <laughs> move for the Twins. Which is yeah. all, yeah. It's a good oh, move. yeah. I, I like that move. Um, the next day, the Twins trade, what was it, Kyder Falefa and, and Josh Donaldson to the Yankees for, I'm trying to find Gary it, Sanchez. Gary Sanchez. <laughs> And Gio Urshela. Gio. Yeah. yeah. Just before we get into this, did you see the timeline of Isaiah Kiner? It's like his timeline of the week. Yeah, it was like he reported to Texas's camp on Thursday, traded from Texas to Minnesota on Friday, showed up in Minnesota's camp on Friday to then be traded on Saturday to the Yankees. Yeah. But it was funny because each place, like, when he got showed up to text or uh, yeah, Texas camp, they said he's gonna be starting third baseman, immediately yep. traded. Mm-hmm. And then the twins are like, welcome, gone. Like, yep. <laughs> and it just that's that, yeah, but that whole that deal, that last deal is wild to me. First of all, I hate it just because Josh Allison doesn't have a beard anymore, and it's, I'm not gonna get into it, but he needs a beard, mm-hmm. he just he needs it. Um, but also, the Yankees finally gave up on Gary Sanchez. I think something that a lot of fans thought was going to happen earlier, and they just didn't want to do it. I wonder but if they finally did it. Did I read right that he's going to mostly be their DH? Yeah, DH backup catcher. That's that's they're honestly that's the, the smartest thing to do. Yeah, they had that catcher last. I've got his name. I can't think of it right now, but he started last year when I'm. I'm pretty sure Garver got hurt. Oh yeah, and then when he oh, came okay. back, they kind of they kind of went back and forth. Um. I can't think of his name, but he hit good against the Indians. Yeah, um, the, yeah, sorry, the Guardians. Uh, um, I'll, look, yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah, but they, they, they want him to be the catcher because he's good defensively too. And Gary, that's the thing. I mean, Gary's like – I'm pretty sure I've read something that he's the worst framing catcher in the league on low pitches or something like that. So, if you just let him hit, who knows? But that I mean, but it's funny with the Twins because, I mean, they get rid of Donaldson, but they get back a guy who can match home runs if he's hot in Sanchez. But if they have to put him a catcher, that might be that team defensively is. Oh, uh, they great. have they have Ryan Jeffers. Actually, yeah, Jeffers. Good. Yeah. Um, but I think so. No, Snow playing first or third for them. He's been playing first for them. First, okay. So who's gonna play third for them now? Oh, Geo. 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 Yeah. And then you okay. still have. Do they still have? Um, yeah, Polanco. they still have Polanco at second. And then shortstop. so shortstop's gonna be 
Nick Gordon, maybe? Nick Gordon. They give it to Nick. I'm looking at their um I'm looking at they their... also have a really good shortstop prospect. He's like number one for them, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Um Royce, I can't his name. Isn't it yeah, like Royce Voice Smith or Juice Smith? I don't know. Yeah, I can't Royce remember. Lewis. Royce Lewis. Royce... It's something like that though. Yeah, I think it is Royce Lewis. Because they picked Nick Gordon and like two years later they picked him. And they said this guy's gonna be better than Nick. So yeah, Royce I, Lewis, I mean yeah. I, I, Royce Lewis, okay. So if I was if I'm thinking they're probably gonna give it to Nick for the first or sign somebody like a veteran for a couple months and bring up Royce maybe. But ah, uh, the twi- so many teams are making moves and then just look at our guardians doing that. I mean, and and it's very interesting because then you still have Luis Arise, who's a slappy like second baseman, left fielder type player. You still have Buxton. Um, they still have Kieloff. They still have Max Kepler. I mean, they're an interesting team. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like they roster. have a lot of people who need at bats, though. At the same time, I just thought of that too. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of like the Guardians, and they have, where it's like, you know, looking at like their team, like Josh Naylor. You need to get him some at bats. You need you right. know, if you if you want Bobby Bradley to be your first baseman, like you need to get him at bats. You know, what do you think of Bradley Zimmer? Like it's a lot of those like little guys or like yeah, unsung heroes where it's like. They need the at-bats, but it's like, are they good everyday players? And right. sometimes you just don't really know, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, 100%. And the thing, that's the problem with the Guardians. I feel we have a lot of those guys. <laughs> yep. Unless we make a trade, which I'm still holding out hope. And then the other major trade for Cincinnati, uh, they trade Eugenio Suarez, which who had a giant contract, and Jesse Winker to Seattle for – um, Jake Fraley, Justin Dunn, Fraley, who was a pretty good outfielder for them last year, Justin Dunn, starting pitcher, who you know, Seattle was pretty high on, made his debut last year, I think. Um, didn't really pitch well, but again, still a young player. But Cincinnati, like we said, um, really just I you feel bad, really. No, <laughs> Two years you do, ago, you do. Two, three years ago, like they were super aggressive. They go out, they get Trevor Bauer, you know, they try to make the playoffs. They have a pretty good pitching rotation. Sonny Gray has a resurgence in, with them. You still have you have Luis Castillo, you have Bauer, and you're like, all right, like let's go. And then nothing happens. Bauer leaves. Their offense was pretty good last year. Um, their pitching just wasn't good. And now they're just cutting payroll so drastically <laughs> and it, 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 it amazes me i mean the note that I, i'm pretty sure you saw yesterday too was the deferred money for ken Griffey jr is the <laughs> sixth highest contract on the on the reds um which i think would be the second highest actual contract for the guardians but that's neither here nor there yep right above austin hedges yeah which is fucking bad. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. It just, it's it's upsetting because, like I said earlier, it just, like, that trade right there, I mean, I like Dunn. I think he could actually be a really good player if they give him some time. And Farley's a rotational outfielder who could who does good at bats, has a really good eye. But, like, it's just, a, I just hate that for baseball. That this, like, because you can tell by their trades, they're just doing it for money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can, like, 
sometimes like I'll say they like the Guardians, for example. So when they do trades, they all allow them for money, but they get back pieces. Like they know how to trade. I'll give I've always said about Chris Annetti. He knows how to get back the pieces he needs. You know what I mean? Even if we're rebuilding, he gets back good pieces for the most part. But like that trade right there, you you can just tell. Like they're just Yeah, we just need we don't want to pay for Suarez anymore. So here, take we'll give you Jesse Winker too. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's sad that you have to throw Jesse Winker, who's a one of the like a power hitting outfitter who's having really good past two years, to have somebody take on a bad contract. It just it just sucks. In yeah, my it it really does suck. Yeah, especially like man, Jesse Winker was so fun to Dude, watch. Yeah, and Seattle hmm. now, man, like. With the extra playoffs, yeah, like, it's very it's very weird. Like, you know, the three extra spots, you could have all three coming from the from the east, uh, the L East, you could have um, you know, maybe like like the hope is right, the Guardians kind of sneak in, be one of those right. teams. Um same thing with the uh like Seattle, like you hope they could sneak in. So I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it. Well, it's like the West right now. I mean, you got. I'm trying to figure out who who's all. Uh, it's yeah, the Astros, Texas. Oh well, yeah, so Texas Seattle. they they remake their entire offense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Seattle, like coming off of last year, should be a pretty fun uh, team. Um. You still have Houston. The, who's on the verge? Reports might begin Korea back. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Central, obviously the White Sox are still really, really good. I mean, I don't think you could discredit the Guardians, like, at all. Um, I, again, you have, like, the Tigers, like, they're a well-coached team. Like, they got some fun guys. Like, if their pitching develops, like, they could be really annoying. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really like the Royals that much this year, but no, but they got some young pieces coming up. They're gonna be a scary team soon, but yeah. Um, the Twins again. We just kind of talked about them a little bit. Like they're kind of, you know, interesting where they could win some games. And then you have the East. Like imagine if, like again, Freeman goes to, um, to the Blue Jays. Well, you probably got to pick the Blue Jays to be a playoff team to win that division. You can't discount the, the, uh, the Rays at all. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Yankees are still the Yankees, even though I weirdly don't like their team because that's a lot of injury prone players on on a team that, that suffered through injuries the last two, three seasons. I mean, Donaldson's always hurt, especially if you're going to play him at third base almost every game. Um, Luke Voigt, if you if you got him at first base, maybe you DH him, maybe, you know, you trade him. I don't know, but he's always hurt. Aaron Judge hurt. Stanton hurt. Like, if they're all healthy, yeah, like, yeah, they're, um, they're great, but, man, that's a lot of aging, injury-prone players on, on their roster. Oh, yeah. And but, you got to put in the fact that, I mean – I'm not trying to put it there, but there's because I, I think it will get changed. But there's still uh, New York's one of the most unvaccinated teams in baseball, which like I said it's whatever. But they came out oh, saying yeah. that until yeah, they change their thing, 
they could yeah. not be playing in New York. So, but I think that gets changed soon. I hope, but I mean, that's a big. I, for, I kind of forgot they, about that. Like, even if know, it we, lasts a month into the season, like that's that could be like fifteen games. You're not having like some key people on your team. Yeah, that'll be weird because they'll be one of those teams where like you could see them in the front row, <laughs> like Ky- like we saw Kyrie. Yeah. Yet they <laughs> can't actually play in New York, and they can't play in in Toronto either. Yeah. So. And that's your division and your home. I mean, you're yeah. that's it's like what almost a hundred games. Yeah, like let's just say like yeah, entire... yeah, yeah, yeah. If it lasts all year, it's eighty. You have eighty-one games at home. Yep. And then you have like ten, nine, nine or ten games in in Toronto. Yeah. I don't know their schedule offhand, but I think they play the Mets. They, they always play, play the Mets. Mets. Yeah. So that's yeah. three more games. Yeah, that's like almost a hundred games that you might not have. Oakland, wow. Like, Oakland, like they're kind of weird. Yeah, I like I don't know. That is, yeah, I didn't really think of it. Um, and yeah, how... I thought of. I literally thought about it this morning because I think they asked Stanton something and or Judge maybe, and he gave like a like an answer that kind of like made it seem like he's not vaccinated, which is like whatever, do what you want to do. It's up to you, you know what I mean? But uh, kind of put your team in a bind now with all everything that's going on in your own city. Yeah, I I'll be honest with you, I didn't even think of it. Like yeah. Yeah. Um it's very interesting now now that you think of it. Like yeah. now that you really think about it. Yeah. Maybe you don't yeah, maybe I don't really like the like like you said, a month <laughs> a month can change a whole lot. Like yeah. a month could change everything. You know, if you're the playing first month of season up, can make or break your season sometimes. Yeah, and and really, it doesn't, it doesn't, well, okay, it doesn't make your season, but it could definitely break your season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, how many times the Guardians every year after that Arsenal break, they have one of the best second halves in baseball, mm -hmm. and they don't make the playoffs, or they barely get in because their first two months are never great. Yep. And, like, it's awesome being, like, they were one of the best second half teams in baseball, but when you still only get in 85 wins, you're like, what happened? So, like you said, it doesn't make your season, but it could definitely break it. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, that kind of just threw me for a loop a little bit. Like, Boston, <laughs> they still made the playoffs last year. So, they're still coming yeah. pretty good. Um, the only thing we know is that Baltimore is going to be awful. But, like, <laughs> right. they weirdly have enough annoying young players to where – and I mean, like, annoying as in – if you play against them, you're gonna be like, "How did we lose that game?" Right, exactly. Yeah, you're so, right. Especially if the Andy Andy Roachman is uh, starting game one. Yeah, which yeah, I really I mean, hope they, they have, do. They still have um, Mullins in center. They have yep. Mount Castle, who's gonna be really good. Um, yeah, they have Austin Hayes, who plays left or right. He's a pretty he's solid a, player. Yep. Yeah, they have. They, I mean, they got a good team. Their problem has always been pitching. And I think the only pitcher right now is Means. Yeah, that's really and Jordan Lyles, who they signed from. Yeah, Rio. but I feel like he's he's one of those guys, and it's kind of funny, you know. Maybe like Nelson Cruz is the same way. Like there are certain guys that take one year deals where you go, oh, yeah, he's gone by the trading deadline. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Like he's an yeah. asset to get back like a couple players. Um, whether they're good or not is kind of irrelevant. It's just like, well, if a contending team needs a 
like a Michael Lorenzen from the from the Angels, and they're not good. Well, boom, six right. million, boom. Um, the Jose Iglesias from Colorado. That was another weird name. Iglesias was linked to the Guardians, which I guess kind of makes a little bit of sense. I, weird that is it weird to use that they're linked to so many like shortstops? No, because I don't think I honestly think. I mean, we've talked about it before. I think. Um, Ahmed is I think they're starting to realize his best position might be second um, because I, he just doesn't have the, Would he you rather, the range he just makes those plays that just make no sense if that makes sense like he gets there he just never makes the play does that make sense Oh, 100%, um, what I'm trying to say like he 100%. has the range he just doesn't have the hands maybe that could be the word I'm looking for yeah it's weird because he's extremely athletic yeah, yeah like <clears throat> I know it's kind of sounds weird, but like a little lazy in his actual like throwing motion to first. Yeah, that, no, yeah, that could, yeah, that could be, that could be a two. Yeah, I, I'm not calling him like a lazy player at all. Right. No, I'm just saying tries. like That's the thing. like he, like he his mecha- like his mechanics just like aren't great. <clears throat> right. Like he'll try like no, he'll yeah. try to like. I mean, we talked about it on the podcast before. Like instead of just grabbing the ball in the hole or up the middle spinning turning just throwing it right to first base like he tries to like throw across his body sometimes mm-hmm. and it's just like n- not enough oomph when like all you have to do is take that half second you know spin throw and actually put like more like strength or whatever onto the throw to first base right more pop in the throw a little bit yeah exactly that's what yeah, yeah i think i think honestly i think about it the other day i wouldn't mind story i like him I just don't know what kind of deal you give him. Like, is he if he's looking for a one-year deal, I could see him. Do you know what I mean? But I just don't see the Indians showing all the money. You know how sad it is. But I mean, story is short. What's I'm weird is <clears throat> the amount of players. Like, okay, so I'm on Sportrack, and they have the market okay. value for all these players. Trevor Story's at twenty-nine million dollars. Oh wow! Like a year? That's saying a year. Yep. Oh wow. Correa's at 26 million. I wonder if he's I wonder if Story and Correa are just waiting for one of one of them to sign. One of them to sign to kind of yeah. set the market. Because then you I see that. And then same thing to go, same thing with like Chris Bryant. But weirdly enough, Chris Bryant's linked to the Rockies. What? Like, what are the Rockies doing? Like I, I just it doesn't make much sense to me. You know what I mean? Like they have oh, all yeah. these like for you go out. I mean, we talked about it last year, but you train Nolan Arenado, a fan favorite. You have signed long term. <laughs> you don't. You then you don't trade Trevor Story to get any assets left. You get a compensation pick instead. And then now you're like. We're linked to Chris Bryant, and maybe he's going to be our left fielder now. And you're just like, what are they doing? Like, imagine right. Chris Bryant playing in Colorado. Like, it'd be awesome. But it's just like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me, like, at all. Yeah, I, I don't understand. And I also don't think I understand why uh, Chris Bryant even entertains it. Unless they're offering him a ton of money. Yeah, true. But, like, you, I don't know. You I know just, what I mean? Even if they offer me a ton of money. Like, yeah, I, I ne- I'm never getting mad at a guy getting a bag. I guess it's just I guess getting a bag with the Rockies annoys me because they if, haven't shown me one hitter, win at all. But if you're a hitter, 
Yeah. And like, bump up those if, stats. You're, if you're going to sign a, a, a maybe a two-year deal, you're free agent at 32. I mean, maybe, right? Yeah. It's not oh, like yeah. the worst oh, right. ideal. Um, here's, here's my question for like in out, like a extremely hopeful potential guardians thing. Would okay. you rather have Trevor story at shortstop? You move Rosario to second or to left field. Okay. Would, you, would you rather keep Rosario at shortstop and potentially get a Nick Castellanos to play left field? Let's just say the contracts are the same. Let's just say they're one-year deals. Maybe with Cassiano, it's like a two- or three-year deal. But, you know, they're, they're still – it's not oh, like a okay. super long-term, like, five-year deal. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, you can't get Cassiano, maybe a Michael Conforto, even though I feel like that's a little less yeah. likely. But I don't, I don't know. We're, we're, we're pie in the sky right now for I mean, Cassiano's and, and Trevor Story. Yeah, I want Cassiano's. You want Cassianos to play left field or right field? Left field, yeah. I mean, it's, and also just saying in that, I would also be okay with still a Meg going a second and giving one of these shortstops a thing. But my whole thing about Cassianos is, uh, oh, the dude's a dog. The swagger he plays with, oh, just I, I need him bat flipping in progressive field. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why. I, I need it. Here, here's one of the things I'll say though, Trevor Story. Your infield defense is improving dramatically. It's like basically having Lindor back because Story's an excellent defender. So, oh yeah, I mean he'll hit like two seventy, two eighty, thirty home runs. It's just you know defensively, and you know maybe you can afford. Cassianos in left field because you have Miles uh, Straw. I mean, I th- I think we talked about this briefly last episode. Um, but it but it is interesting. You know what I mean? Especially, yeah, I just no. don't understand. Yeah. Like it, it was just so funny. The Guardians, Trevor Story. What? Like for a one year deal? I I guess like that'd be kind of cool. But I, I would I I don't know. I don't know. No, yeah. I mean, I guess either one I wouldn't be mad about, you know what I mean? But you do bring up a good thing about Story. He is a criminally underrated defender. Like, he's really good, and I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for it, and I overshadowed it right there. I just – you know what, You know what, Kay, also just saying? I know this is completely another subject, but just thinking about Story, I popped in, like, like when we do our top seven this year, mm-hmm. that shortstop position is loaded. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like every gonna, year, there but there are going to yeah. be some guys off my top seven who mm-hmm. were t- like, "Holy shit!" Okay, I'm sorry. Like I said, yeah, you're 100 percent right. There is a lot of players who um, it's 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 a very in depth position by position type thing. And again, you know, I wish we could start making our list, but we we don't really even know where certain players are going to be playing. Like as of right now. Like, spring training right. games start on Friday, and, like, we have no idea. You know what I mean? And it's kind of um, – Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting, a little, like, annoying. Like, I wish there was a little bit more movement, especially, like, these lesser – I don't want to say to disrespect anybody, but, like, maybe lesser-named free agents. Like, I, I wonder what the shoe – 
I wonder what, like, what is the one move that is kind of holding up the rest of these players from signing? What do you think? I think it's Korea, and I think it's Korea, to be honest. I think the last big piece. Don't you? Um, well, I want to say Korea. I think, I don't know, because, like, that still doesn't, like, people going after Korea shouldn't be the same people going after Cascanos. You know what I mean? So I guess, I see, I don't know. I think it's Korea. So you think, okay, so so Korea would make sense for Trevor Story, I think. Because yeah. he's young, Because he's younger. Um, by a couple years, I mean, they're both basically. You look at the stats; they're basically the same player, except Trevor Story steals more bases, and he's a better defender. But he's older, so I mean that obviously that factors in. Um, like, what do you? Who's the player that like for maybe the Kyle Schwarbers of the world, the Jack Petersons? Like, what do you think they're waiting for? Do you think they're waiting for a Nick Cassianos to sign or a Michael Conforto to sign? Or Chris Bryant to sign? Like, I, I I, don't know. Like, what player sets their market? You know what I mean? Right. I guess that's the thing. I don't know. Because I feel like it should be Cassianos, but I feel like Bryant might, be, might get the biggest deal. Because it sounds like the Rockies is about to overpay, which still, like I said, makes no sense to me. Ah, it's crazy to think about why these guys aren't signed. But they need to – I think once they sign, though, once, like, one of these guys sign, it's going to get – it's going to happen quickly for these other guys. These guys want to get into a camp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These guys want to find their team, get into a camp, like you said earlier. So I think, like, once it happens, once one of these guys signs, I feel like it's literally a domino effect. I think, like, one signs, let's just say, tomorrow, right? And then they all sign, then, you know, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like, right in a row. So I think they all got their offers. I think the only guy I've seen that the team, Cassianos wants to go to the Marlins. The Marlins is like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Which oh, we, crazy to think we, about. Don't, we don't have any money anymore. Like that's kind yeah. of like what, basically what they said, which is kind of funny. But yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of holding up like every other team to just go because nobody wants to overspend. And then you have all these crazy trades, and you're just like, you know, are there going to be even more trades? You know what I mean? Right. No, I agree. Like if you're the, um. If if you're the A's, like let's look at their roster. Like they're probably not done trading. So Matt Chapman, you think he's he's probably on the move? Um, yeah, I mean you would think. Let's see, Sean. Uh, uh, is like Ramon Lariano is like, is he a guy? Maybe. Yeah. Like I know he was suspended, but I mean. I, I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know. Is he available? Um. Like maybe a couple of their starting pitchers. It's it's so weird. Like looking at this. Yeah. Like Sean Murphy. Like are they, like how do they want to go Sean Murphy or do they want to go uh, Austin Allen at catcher? Um. The, uh, they have Sean Manaya. They have Frankie Matas. Like. I'm sure those guys like Stephen Piscotti, like. Right, I heard the A's. Um, I think it might have been Mo. Who's the first guy you said? I'm sorry, the pitcher. He's a lefty. I can't think of his name. Not uh, Montag, Sean, the other one. Uh, uh, Sean Manaya. Yeah, he's. I heard that he's been in. They, they've been talking with the Twins about him. Again. Which would be an, a crazy deal. The Twins just adding pitching to their team. 
And then, like, for the Reds, Mike Moustakis, is he on the move? Um, Daquin? No, I feel like he's <laughs> I feel like he's cheap enough to where they'll keep him. Amir Garrett? Right. Like, a pretty good left-handed relief pitcher? I would you love think- Garrett with the with the tribe, just saying. Luis Castillo, uh, uh, Aquino. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's very weird, like, looking at these teams. And then we didn't even talk about, you know, like, the guys like like the Pirates, Brian Reynolds. Um, I, I don't know. It's th- This episode is so weird because we're, we're, we're talking about these moves. And we're like, well, what does it set up for other teams? And there's really like, we, we really don't know yet. Like it's it's kind of annoying talking about it because I kind of felt at this point, you know, we recorded an episode last week where it was, all right, baseball's back. And for the next week, we're going to have constant movement. And we had movement for a couple of days. The weekend was obviously crazy, but it was like three teams just trading with each other and you know, right. the same, the same one player getting traded three different times. And then like everything stopped and yeah. you hear, you know, like, cause teams have done press conferences and stuff. They're like, like the guardians. Well, you know, we could add some payroll this year, which is cool, but it's like, but we're, you know, still waiting. Like the tigers, they talked about, you know, Hey, we're, we're still trying to make some moves in the coming days. And it's just like, all right, like, well, we're waiting. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And and we didn't even talk about the main thing. Uh, Tatis Jr. out for three <laughs> months, breaking his wrist because of a motorcycle accident or something. And what they, they asked him uh, what happened, and he goes, well, which motorcycle accident? And you're like, what the hell? What is, what? Do, yeah, did you hear what he said, though, when they asked him? Didn't he say which one? <laughs> is that what you just said yeah i think yeah that's what I just oh said. i'm sorry you cut out for a second yeah which one like come on dude and what i'm surprised is well first off i saw i don't know if you saw john morosi i think tweeted out saying like the Padres aren't gonna avoid it which obviously they why would they you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i mean is it not in his contract not to ride motor- i i know like guys for the browns who get contracts the rookie year that says don't ride motorcycles you know what i mean Yep. I feel like most guys get those, so I'm surprised it wasn't his contract or that he was blatantly breaking the contract and then being, like, admitting to it and saying he's done it multiple times. You know what I mean? There's, like, mm-hmm. so many layers to this, and the fact that he's going to be out three months is just sucks for baseball. And the Padres. I mean... Yeah, the Padres coming off... This, literally coming great. off of a, a, a year where the hype around them was insane and deservedly yeah. so. And then they, they just fell straight on their ass. And who, who saw the giants winning a hundred games yet? Here we are. And We're the giants going to make a splash. We didn't even talk about Carlos Rondon two years, 44 million. Yeah. I mean, I like great I, signing. Yeah. For the I, brushed, I brushed over that like early on, you know, talking about like yeah, the oh, okay. deals, but like, yeah, yeah. If he's healthy, like that's a great pickup for them. And he's have no hit the Indians in the second week of the season. I know, man. Are you excited? Ah, dude, I'm I'm not even gonna watch that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> we're, I'm just hoping oh. that like we avoid him. Like we'll we'll face any other pitcher, but not Rodon, please. Well, I can't take that anymore. Happen. They'll probably play all three games. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I mean, it's just oh. it's just funny, like thinking about like what could potentially happen, because you know, it, like I said, it is annoying that it's been five, six days already, and we're just like, all right, we'll do something. And nothing's really happened. Nothing of, like, substance. You know, we haven't seen – I mean, I guess the only thing of substance is the Matt Olsen thing. Um, I would say that's a pretty significant – just because it's a move that not only affects the Braves, like they have Matt Olsen at first base long-term now, um, but it also means that Freddie Freeman isn't there. So – and that's, you know, a domino effect of, like, wherever he goes. But – it's just weird that like these players haven't like signed yet. It's like you had all, all oh, yeah. you had all off season to figure out like the three teams you wanted to go to. No, yeah, you're. <laughs> that's that, uh, that's I think that's why it's like this could work out in Cleveland's favor. To be honest, it's kind of like it reminds me of the off season. Obviously, there's a lot more happened, but like this reminds me of the off season of um, when we got um, Edwin. I think just maybe like the offseason we got Edwin and the other offseason we got uh Michael Bourne because like oh, nobody yeah, and, like, to get those guys. Yeah, because yeah, it was like the middle of we were gonna get. Yeah. Like Bourne, no one like it came out of nowhere and we got him. And yep. the same thing with Edwin. It's because yep. the markets like played into our hand, which it could help Cleveland in the long run. I still think like I know I say this every podcast, until it happens, I will continue to say Cleveland is gonna make a big trade here soon. They're just all right, call your call your opinion. call your shot. Who who you like? I, I, the one guy I thought was in play until I liked Mitch Hanniger. I thought he was in play until Seattle went. Seattle's trying to win right now. I don't, I don't think they give up Mitch now. Um, honestly, if the A's are if the A's are throwing people away, why not give them a call and see what Ramon Liriano wants? Or. I, I don't know. I just think we need an outfield bat. I don't. Even, I know people are thinking first base. I I think first base is fine. Give Bobby Bradley the whole season. Me and you are. I think we're signed on that. Given whether it's Bobby season. Bradley or Josh Naylor at first, like I feel yeah, like give you him could, a, give him a season. Yeah. And I just think we need an outfield bat, and I I'm not going to be content until we get one. And I don't know who it is. I gotta like even like Brian Reynolds. I would still love Brian Reynolds <laughs> in a Guardians uniform. And that's the other uh, thing too. I, they they have so many players on their forty man that you're gonna have to start trading guys, whether it's for players to be named, whether it's you know trading an Oscar Mercado to the Pirates or something weird like that. Like they have to start freeing up some some forty man spots because I mean, there's only so many. Like even if they sign you you know how the guardians are they always find a couple players that are non-roster guys minor league invite guys and they're like huh this guy's kind of good so let's keep him and right. no, you yeah. got to make you got to make some room on on that 40 yeah. man i mean honestly i think Mikado or zimmer is gone before train camp ends I mean, one probably, of them yeah, in my yeah, opinion yeah, i mean i just don't think you can go into the season with both of them on the 40 man still i i if i had to guess I want to guess it's probably Mercado. I feel like they still like Zimmer enough, especially like they drafted him. 
I know he's like 29, but I think last year I he think, showed yeah. some spurts to where like he has that power. He could be a fourth outfielder if need be, and you're kind of happy with it. But I think Mercado is also easier to move. Yeah, probably because he's still kind of young. And I think I think and the other thing I think Zimmer helps the team more just because at the end of the day, if Zimmer is the worst Zimmer there is, you know what I mean, for how like the week he's playing or the month. He's still going to give you great speed, so he can pinch run mm-hmm. and great defense. Yep. Like Mercado, his defense scares me anymore when he goes back sometimes too. Like he's yeah. not even like a great defender. So it's like, if the bat's not working, what do you have in Mercado? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I think Zimmer gets the nod, but I don't think I think one of them will be gone. And I I I just like we've talked about since <laughs> the offseason started before the lockout. We have so many people on our forty man. Their middle infielders who are going to need a bat soon are going to have to get playing time. That there's, I just don't see us keeping them all. And I, I mean, there's still a hole at second base. Nobody wants to talk about. Yeah, um, no, yeah. Unless, unless they, they're like, hey, Tyler Freeman, you're our guy. Like, let's go. Yeah. Unless they get, or Jimenez, they give Jimenez a shot there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, that's probably it. Yeah. Honestly, In my I opinion, forgot about though, if you do If you do that, I would put Jimenez back to short. He's a good shortstop defensively. I know last year he played a little like he looked like he was scared. If that makes sense, like he was mm-hmm. nervous to make mistakes. But and then put on Matt at second. To be honest with you, in my in my opinion, that's what I would do if that's what you want to do. But yeah, I mean, we I could still see a signing a second baseman or a shortstop to a one year deal, who's not like who's like a middle guy. You know what I mean, like a middle tier guy, like a Freddie Galvis. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> like I keep saying, it, it is it is frustrating, but also like a little exciting. But man, like the novelty of just scrolling through Twitter, like hoping that like things would happen like really soon. Um, I feel like that's kind of which I call it teared off a little bit, teetered off a little bit. So yeah. Well, Gabe, I uh I think it's a pretty good episode. I think we talked about almost everything, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, all the big ones. I mean, we want to miss some of the little ones, but I mean, just the ones that are worth talking about, we talked about, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And I mean, again, a lot of those we will talk about um, when we, like, preview the actual season. Like, you know, the Jake Deepman's going to Boston type type uh, yeah. deals, you know, so. And um, we still got some really good episodes coming up. I mean, oh, we got the oh, top yeah. sevens. We have our predictions, which came back to bite us both in the ass last year. <laughs> so, yeah, we got a we have some good episodes coming up. I can't wait. I can't. I'm just excited. Baseball's back. Like, like I'll be honest with you, Kay. Uh, getting off work sucks because <laughs> I come <laughs> home. I drive, I drive an hour to work, hour home, which is whatever. I like my job. I get home and I want to go to bed, relax, and like today was one of the first days I got off work, and I was like, oh, I can record a pod today, talk about baseball. I was like fucking excited to come home and i came home i ate i looked at my wife i was like do you mind if i record the pod she goes go ahead she's doing her work in the other room it just it's it's nice coming home being motivated and all i needed was baseball to come back yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean it is like it is great that you know we have something to look forward to every week or twice a week to you know just sit here and and shoot the shit about baseball and um, again, if something major happens, whether it's with the Guardians, like if the Guardians go out and they sign Nick Cassiano, like we are going to have a emergency podcast or emergency oh yeah, I will Twitter be, spaces or, or whatever. Yeah, I will be at work 
hiding yeah. in that spaces. You yeah. best fucking believe it. Yeah, just to t- I mean, just to talk or just record something for 20 minutes, like, hey, this is our thoughts on the deal. And, you know, where this person fits in the lineup and boom, you know what I mean? No, yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to. Oh, yeah, you, you definitely have to. So, uh, Gabe, shout out your Twitter, shout out the podcast, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Yep. Uh, you can follow me at, on, at, oh, here we go. Here we go. You can follow me at YanezGabe13, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. And you can also follow the podcast at Leadoff Talk, at L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-L-A-T-L-T-A-L-K. Holy shit. See, I did so good last time. It was bound to fuck up this time. Yeah, you fucked this it up. This is what you guys come for. You yep. fucked it up big time. Like this is why we put it at the end. Honestly. So as you do fuck up, like, hey, it's the last five minutes of the podcast. We just talked for like an hour oh. and a half. So you know, it happens. Um so again, you can follow Gabe on his Twitter at Yana's Gabe13. That is Y-A-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E 13. You can follow the podcast at L-E-A-D-O-F-F. T A L K that is lead off talk and you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin O'Sealy that's Caitlin K A T E L A N knows can O W S C L E you can also check out if you're interested Crunch Time with Caitlin uh, just recently did a episode where I attempted to fill out a perfect March Madness bracket with the help of Patrick um, so if you're interested in that interested in some more laughs and whatnot uh, check that out at Crunch Time with Caitlin and uh, As always, friends, you know, take it easy.